0: Hello and welcome to Royals Review Radio. I am your host, Jacob Milham, and joining me for Mondays with Max is the one and only Mr. Riper. How you doing, man? Hey, Jacob. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And you know what? My New Year's resolution for myself is I'm going to say your last name correctly at some (laughs) point during this calendar year. So please, uh, please bear with me. But how how's your New Year's festivities? Uh, it was great we
1: had some people over for the first time we stayed up till midnight in a while first time we'd stayed up uh, to midnight in a while because we've had little kids and then there was covid and so this is the first time we got to get together with people and actually stay up till midnight and we had a great time and the kids had the kids actually made it to midnight too and um so it was a great time how about yourself
0: well i will say it was the first time i actually stayed out until midnight just period um for the first time in a long long time had a good buddy. He was pouring us heavy drinks down the, down the way. So I will always take that for some new year's festivities, man.
1: It's all about being together with, with people, you know, friends that you like being around. So, uh, yeah, I think that's, if if that's uh, what you do for New Year's, I think that's great. And that, that sounds like a good time to me.
0: Heck yeah. Heck yeah. And I am, um, for everyone listening, I, I hope you had a safe and fun New Year's together. Um, You know, it's, it's a new calendar. Not saying you have to be a new person, but it is an opportunity to uh, to turn over a new leaf if, if you would like. And I'm just gonna hit the ground running here, Max. So do, do you really believe in New Year's resolutions uh, personally?
1: You know, I uh, I was just talking about this with my wife. I always make a couple just because I think you should have some goals, but I don't think people should beat themselves up about not hitting them. Like the, some sometimes the journey is half the battle. You know, like uh, I, I always say I'm going to lose 10 pounds and I don't. But, you know, I for a little while, at least I eat a little healthier. I exercise a little bit. And, you know, it's just about making progress. So uh, I think it's fine to make goals and, and try to work towards them. And
0: um, so I, I try to do that each year. There you go. Hey, that sounds like a good plan to me. Um, I will emphasize: don't beat yourself up about, <laughs> New, Year's re- about New Year's resolutions, yeah. because frankly, I remember in elementary school they would actually have us write down like New Year's resolutions, and I don't think I really understood what that was. Um, but I I can't remember a time that I have actually held out and hit a New Year's resolution. I think I had like a reading goal for the year. I want to, I want to read a book a month at least. Mm-hmm. And, and I hit that, but that's just setting a goal for yourself as a person. And you're kind of using the new calendar year as an excuse to uh to make it. You can set a goal anytime in my opinion. Yeah.
1: That's true. And, and you know it's like some of it's just like I like to leave them vague just so I remind myself every once in a while like hey, you know like don't don't look at your phone as much around the kids, you know, yeah. I like, try to spend time with them. Like that's not really a goal but it's like, you know, you keep in the back of your head like hey, don't forget like that's something you're you know promised to do this year. So it's nice to have that that conscious, I guess, like Jimmy the Jimmy cricket, you know, chiming in on you, hey, don't forget your new year's resolutions once in a while. So
0: Hey, there we go. There we go. But Max, um, this is a Royals baseball podcast after all. So I would like you to take the floor, take the soapbox out from underneath me for a little bit. And if you had to pick some New Year's resolutions for Royals players, what would they be and why?
1: well you know the new year is always about uh you know self-improvement and if there was a team that could use some improvement and maybe a chance to reflect and uh look in the mirror that would be the royals yeah, definitely a lot of areas they can improve upon uh you know starting at the front office all the way down to the players i think one uh, resolution i would like to see is uh just bobby Wood jr uh improving the glove improving with the glove like uh you know he's such a talented player and I don't mean to pick on him. Obviously, he, he had, a, I think, a terrific rookie season. He shows a lot of potential, great power speed combo 2020 season. Um, that glove was, was uh, you know, what really held him back this year in terms of wins above replacement, why he wasn't really talked about with Julio Rod- Rodriguez and Adley Rushman for Rookie of the Year. And and the, the weird thing is, is he's got the skills, right? He's got that he, you know, you, you see Gold Glove caliber plays from him on occasion. Uh, the strong arm, the good range, the good instincts. Uh, but it's just a matter of uh, kind of executing, uh, you know, day in, day out. And some of that, I think, is kind of the, the grind of a of a long season. Because I think we noticed it more toward the end of the year, right? I think he it, it was just kind of, you know, he has not played a 162 game schedule before. Uh, he was in high school a couple of years ago. I mean, it's not that he's not that yeah. far removed from high school. Um, and so to go through the grind of a of a, a six month season, yeah, you know, there probably was some mental errors, some lack of execution that hopefully he can he can iron out. So I do have hope for him. I, I you know I don't know if, how many players have like gotten you know had a bad defensive start as a shortstop and improved, um, but I think he does have the skills to do that, and I do think it is worth kind of. Trying him at shortstop, and it sounds like they are committed to him at shortstop at least to start the year, and seeing if he can handle it. And if he can't, that, then you you move him to third. I mean, that's and that's great. He's got the bat to play third. But if he can, if he can improve this year and be a good defensive shortstop, then you're talking about a cornerstone, all-star caliber player who's a five-win player with his bat and speed. Uh, and that's super valuable for a small-market team like the Royals. So I would really like to see him resolve to improve that defense. And I really just think it's it's execution and concentration and, and kind of, you know, knowing what's in store for him for 162 games. Cause I think just like, that was the first time he's gone through it. And you know, there's, there's probably a little bit of a lack of uh, lack of precision there
0: at the end. So I don't know, what about you,
1: what do you what are you looking for in a resolution for the Royals?
0: Well, b- before I, before I give mine, I do want to kind of follow down a rabbit hole a little bit. So, so Max, you talked about, Hey, if Bobby Wood Jr. can take these steps forward in these areas, then he is a cornerstone guy. Now I, I will say you rewind one year, you know, all the way back to 2022 this time, Bobby Wood Jr. was already being pitched as the corner franchise cornerstone. Um, now you have, you know, I wouldn't say MJ Melendez and Vinny Pasquantino are on his level, but that gap is not as big as you might've thought it would be. My, my question is, if Bobby Wood Jr can show some improvement do you think that puts more pressure on the royals to actually sign him to an extension or get something done
1: well that it's almost a double edged sword i think if he improves too much he almost prices himself out right i mean exactly you you kind of want to get him early on and the fact that they haven't signed him yet makes me cuz i'm sure they have at least inquired hey what would it take to sign you for the next 6 7 years And the fact that they haven't, there hasn't been at least any kind of reports or whispers of any kind of negotiations or, and there certainly hasn't been a deal, makes me think his number's pretty high right now. Um, And, you know, understandably so, but the production hasn't been there to justify a a high deal. Now, there you go. I'd like to lock him up, but uh, you certainly don't want to overpay for a player that, you know, Does have some flaws to his game right now, you know, and and like I said, I hope that he's able to overcome those. I hope he improves his defense. I hope he gets a little on base a little bit more. Um, You know, I still like to see him develop more power, Um, but, uh, you know, that that's what would take him to the next stratosphere. Um, So. Yeah, I, 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 I'd like to see a long term deal, um, but yeah, the better he plays, um, the more that the, the, I can think the less likely that 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 is possible almost, you know. So, um, I, you know, I'm not going to spend too much time worrying about it. We do have him for the next uh, five years at least, mm-hmm. um, and, and maybe they can work something out. Uh, and if they don't, you know, then then they don't. Um, but, you know, the clock is ticking and, and you kind of want to see them. Start getting the team in a position where it matters having him on the roster because it's, you know, while while I enjoy watching him play, I don't enjoy watching him play on a last place team. I want to see him play on a team that is playing for something in September. So um, that's why it's a little frustrating to see them punt on last year and seemingly punt on this year uh, because there's only so many
0: years we have them that we're guaranteed to have them. So, uh, yeah, we'll have to see. Right. And, you know, you talk about punting on a year, you know, that's really it's coming from Piccolo's mouth. Like, that's not just a narrative that that we're spinning or anything like that. That is something that the general manager of the Kansas City Royals has admitted is kind of the plan for this year. And we'll talk more about some statements from Mr. Piccolo himself. Uh, But my New Year's resolution, you talked about leaving them vague for a for a reason, Um, Mine is going to be kind of rightfully vague as well. I would like to see some top to bottom improvement on the pitching development. Now, I leave that vague because, and I'm, I'm guilty of this too, I think I place too much blame on pitching development in the minor leagues and not enough on the major league level, because you have to think these players, they're always evolving, they're always growing, adding more things to their arsenal. If they don't have the people in place to do that at the major league level, then their development stopped and they're just going out there. They're they're pitching. They're trying to just keep their head above water and they're not improving themselves. Now, I would like to see more at the major league level and I definitely think that the miners have um, some ground to make up, but honestly, there's so many new faces in this in this pitching staff—major league, minor league, you name it—and um, the only place that they can go is up, right, Max? Yeah, I hope, hope
1: so. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's a really good one too. And and, and they brought in so many new. Personnel, so much new personnel that you would hope that they're at least getting on the right track now. Uh, but that's going to be, I mean, that, that's really what a lot of this rebuild depends upon, right? The pitching development, something they struggled at with for so long. And really that's kind of what JJ's job is dependent upon, frankly. I mean, I, it, what I heard from John Sherman, when he fired Dave Moore was like, we need to be the Cleveland guardians. We need to be the Milwaukee brewers. Um, it's not good enough, you know, just develop a nice, at Bobby Witt Jr. once in a while. We needed to be churning out pitchers the way those organizations do. So yeah, I think it's hugely important for them to to to, to
0: resolve to do that better this year. Exactly. Cannot agree more. Well, hey, before we get into the next segment, we are going to take a quick ad break. And we are back on Royals Review Radio. It's Mondays with Max, our editor, um, our fearless leader, I, I would call him. Now we we were talking about new year's resolutions for the Royals. Do you have any new year's resolutions for Royals review possibly? Oh, that's a good one.
1: Uh, you know, I think we've done we've had a good year. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. I was looking back on our big stories from last year and it was a pretty eventful year for a ninety-seven lost team, right? Yeah. I mean, we you know, the 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 longtime club president uh lost his job. They made a change of manager and pitching coach and hitting coach. Uh, you know, we saw some popular players traded, Andrew Benintendi and, and Whit Merrifield. Um, so it was a, it was an eventful season. I think we did a good job capturing a lot of the the um, you know the, the the what the pulse of the fan base. Uh, so I, you know, I would just say uh, we resolved to to keep doing that um to always uh kind of cover the team uh in a way that uh is fair to the team but also fair to what the fans are thinking and the kind of uh, uh ho- hopefully re- reflecting their view a little bit but also maybe pushing them when, when uh, uh at times as well so uh yeah i don't know yeah i think we I, I you know i we we kind of we're kind of uh subject to what our fans um are looking for and yeah. uh that's you know it's what we're trying to do so and they've been that great
0: and the community has been great so far so <laughs> There you go. And I, I will stress that that is definitely the thing that kind of sets Royals Review apart, is it does really feel like a, a community, even just in the in the comments section, on social media, however how, however you want to put it. And if you would like to engage with fellow Royals fans, um, me, Max, the whole crew over at Royals Review, please go check out RoyalsReview.com. You can also find us on Twitter and on Facebook as well. And just look good, bad, ugly. We we want to hear it from you. We really do. So Max, it's, we, we've been talking a lot of things that JJ has said this, this off season, and he has, there's some recent statements that are a little confusing to me. I, I want to say, and he said this after the team signed Jordan Lyles and Ryan Yarborough. Um, He's saying that, quote, I think we have to still explore additions to the starting rotation. Um, And I want to let me present this a little bit more. So another full quote is because we just don't know how it's going to end up throughout the offseason, regardless of who the pitcher is. So if there's an opportunity for us to get deeper and get better. We can't close that door right now. And I, I understand it's Jan, what we're recording this on literally January 1st, 2023. There's a lot of time before the 2023 season ends. A lot can change, as you talked about with all these great stories we wrote. But my question to you, Max, is he's talking about this opportunity to get deeper and get better. Which do you think is more important for the Kansas City Royals right now? Well, I think at this point, you're looking for depth.
1: Uh, If I had to choose one, I mean, look, I would take a, you know, Justin Verlander for this rotation, for sure. If we, you know, trade five guys on our rotation for for him, sure. But, uh, you know, at this point, really, you're looking to to develop starting pitching. And the best way to develop a starting pitcher is to start out with five pitchers because there's going to be some attrition, there's going to be some injuries, there's going to be some guys that don't make it. And so I think when he's talking about building some depth, you know, really, a team in their position is going to go through eight to ten starting pitchers a year. Like, you know, Singer hopefully makes thirty starts a year. Uh, You know, hopefully Lyles makes thirty starts. Um, You know, if they bring back ranky, you know, maybe he can make thirty starts. But then, you know, you're, the rest of the starts are going to be filled out by you know a couple of starts here from Daniel Lynch, a couple of starts here from Chris Bubich, Max Castillo will have a spot start, Jacks Core make maybe you know it's it's going to be filled and and the three guys I mentioned they're probably going to have some injuries. You know, Zach Greinke missed some time last year. Um, you know, so there's going to be some, some time missed. And so you need to have that depth. And also you want to see, you want to kind of like, you know, I always said when, when teams are bad in the standings, it's, it sucks, but there is a opportunity there and that you have the opportunity to audition guys. Like you, you don't care about winning as much. So go out and find, who your good players are and give opportunities to guys that um, you want to get a look out of. And so this is kind of an opportunity to do that and see what you have. And so when he's talking about being uh, adding some depth, I think he's talking more about adding a sixth man, adding a seventh man, adding an eighth man, maybe someone from the Dodgers organization that, that isn't on the 40-man roster, or maybe the, someone from the Astros organization who doesn't have a rotation spot. Um, I, you know, something like that where we can stash him in Omaha or maybe stash him in the bullpen, give him a start or two, um, if he does well, more, um, the other thing I think of when he says that is maybe they're, they they want to add some depth in order to trade some of the pitches they currently have. Maybe they want to see if Brad Keller is, a, is, is, has some trade value to anyone else. Maybe Jackson Coar is, as a guy, they're like, you know what? He's got some talent, but he's just not going to figure it out here. You know? He probably doesn't have a ton of trade value at this point, but he's still young. He's had some minor league success. He's had a good pedigree. Maybe another team thinks they can fix him. Maybe we get a promising outfielder who's had some disappointing results so far. Like you know, kind of like Drew Waters when we got him. Uh, that'd be kind of an interesting trade. So I think that you know, the more pitching depth you add, the more things you can do. And so I think he's just looking for an opportunity to, to kind of do some more. But I, what would you, what would you rather, have, improvement or or depth?
0: I would, I would go with improvement. Um, honestly. So this was random little little factoid. Last year, the Royals had 32 different pitchers. Okay, that, that that sounds like a lot. And I was like, dang, that's a lot. Where does that stack up? That is the most pitchers they have had appear in one season in fran- in franchise history. It it eked out 31 from the 2006 Kansas City Royals. And And those are 31 bad pitchers that year. Yes, exactly. (laughs) And when we're when we're looking at the amount of pitchers that appeared last year, how many of them were guys that we wanted to see come back in 2023? I know fans wanted to see Brady Singer come back and Scott Barlow come back and things like that. Can you like me personally? I can't name more than about five or six guys that I said, okay, I want them on my team next year. If I'm building this team from scratch, I want them on there. You can, we, we've seen it. This team will throw out 30 plus pitchers, see what sticks. And granted that was with a different pitching regime. I will say that, that we kind of have to be patient with this new pitching coaching staff, but at at the end of the day, sometimes you just have to say, look, we we have a hole. We need that. I'm not even saying need an ace. You know, maybe a Singer can develop into that. Maybe Daniel Lynch becomes like a solid number three guy. But I would rather have a higher floor with, you know, a really good number two or like a really solid number three option right now. And I think maybe the Royals can realistically go out and trade for one. Do I have a name off the top of my head? No, I ain't going to lie to you. There's so many dang pitchers out there in the in Major League Baseball that I'd, I couldn't pinpoint one that I've wanted over the other right now. But I was hoping that we would see some more movement on this during the winter meetings. And I think maybe the Royals are playing some catch up after waiting so long to announce... Their new pitching coaches. And that to me, I actually understand that. I wouldn't want to go out and acquire a whole bunch of guys and then bring in the person to lead them. Personally, I would rather wait. I would rather, you know, get them all set up and say, okay, let's go and find some people that you want to work with. And when I really, when you really think about it, Max, that's probably the reason why the Royals signed Ryan Yarbrough was was our new manager you know he knows how to use him. he knows how to deploy him in different situations and where he's going to succeed so i'm i'm torn i just don't see this team getting deeper without getting better first does that make sense
1: no no and i get where you're coming from i i i think there's a good case for that too just because we got we were endorsed. we had the worst era in, in the league last year so we I mean, certainly want to improve upon that uh, i i think um my stance is like, this is the audition year. And then next off season, that's when we, that's when we say, okay, enough. Uh, yeah. These guys, we don't need to see you throw up a five point ERA anymore. We need to start seeing res- results and we start getting five guys that we can count on. And, you know, you talk about, you know, looking for a name out there. I think there were, if the Royals are in that opportunity in, in that position this year, I think there are definitely some pitchers out there that would have made sense. Like a Sean Manaya, who signed a two-year deal with the Giants, Ross Stripling also signed a two-year deal with the Giants, Zach Galeflin three-year deal with the, the Rays, uh, Andrew Haney two years with the Rangers, all reasonable deals that I think the Royals could have afforded, could have mm-hmm. could have signed them for something like that, would have been an upgrade from what they have. I, I I, get why they're not kind of in that market right now. Like I said, I, I think that right now they're kind of sifting through the young, young arms to see what they have, but next year, absolutely they should be in that position of like, let's get better. It's time to get better. We've kind of this rebuild has gone on long enough. It's time to get to the five guys that can help us win games next year. Uh, so yeah, I can see that. And if you want to get that started now, I, I totally get that frame of mind. Uh, I'm just not I, I, right now. I'm still in the kind of in the uh, audition mindset. And I think that's kind of where the front office is right now.
0: And I you know what, I agree, that's probably the more realistic and reasonable approach, because there is a price to be paid for trying to skip steps. And the Royals trying to improve the rotation immediately would be skipping some steps. They might lose out on some good prospects. They might, you know, for lack of better terms, a swing and miss on a trade. And I, I don't know. We'll, we'll just see, wait and see what this team actually does. Now another random factoid. The, we talked about the number of pitchers that appeared in 2022. The number of batters that appeared in 2022 was tied for the second most (laughs) with 55. Uh, That was tied with, unfortunately, the 2006 Kansas City Royals again um, and is only slightly ahead of the 2003 and 2002 Royals. But if you had to guess what year team had the most batters appear? Which would it be? They had 58 appear that year. Well, so uh,
1: so you're 58. You're looking at Baseball Reference, I'm assuming, which yeah. I think lumps the pitchers in with the batters just because, and I because they have the universal DH now. Yeah. But I think it lumps in anyone that fielded a position. So correct. Okay, so 58 overall players. I would say, what year? Um, uh, man, I, 2016 seems like another good choice because just because they ran through so many crappy players that year
0: <laughs> well it is 2004 you were, oh, okay. we're almost there yeah the that good a old year. 104 loss kansas city royals dark days let's not Man, go back it's there crazy that
1: albert got fired just for those two, two seasons
0: <laughs> i know right golly let's yeah let's let's not go back to that um but anyways, look, Max. We got a little bit more time to fill, so I do want to. I'm going to pull something from the good Ann Rogers. Um, she listed Vinny Pasquantino as the breakout player for 2023. Um, you know, talked about his his OPS and his weighted runs Creative plus things like that. All all good stuff in a small sample size for Vinny Pasquantino. I think really the hard hitting question is though do royals fans need to settle the nickname debate on vinny Pasquantino is the man italian nightmare or is he italian breakfast max i want you to weigh in man what what do you got
1: uh i thought he had cleared it up at one point didn't he Didn't he state that he preferred, but I can't prefer which, I can't remember which one he preferred. I can't remember it either. I think he said he preferred Italian Nightmare that had been anointed on it, but he kind of leans in the Italian breakfast thing that apparently he really likes breakfast. Like, he's a big breakfast connoisseur, so he's like, actually like like, that was a, so in case anyone doesn't know the backstory, like Italian break breakfast is a takeoff of Billy Butler's old nickname, which was Country Breakfast, which was anointed by Ross Martin, who was a sports editor for a local paper here. And uh, so, you know, Vinny Pascantino being – of the Italian heritage rather than the country heritage, like Billy <laughs> Butler uh, became Italian Breakfast, um, which was funny because, like I said, he's a big breakfast guy. So, um, but Italian Nightmare, I feel like that. somebody I can't remember the backstory to that, but I feel like there was like a that was more an, of an official nickname for him. And I feel like the the the, the broadcast, like Ryan and uh, Fizz, maybe have caught it called him Italian Nightmare. But I, I I must admit I need to do some history on the entomology of of the, his nickname.
0: Which like, do you, which one do you prefer? I I really 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 want Italian breakfast. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, it's I, it's funny. I think it's funnier and it fits it more. I think it does. It does because like he that's the player comp for him, right? Is yeah. is kind of Billy Butler. Like he's gonna fill that Billy Butler role for this team. And what better way to pay homage to that than call him Italian breakfast? And like you said, he kind of leans both ways. Now. I, I bet you if I'm if I'm Mr. Mr. Sam Bellinger and the Kansas City Royals, I don't want a franchise cornerstone guy being called Italian breakfast. You know, it sounds a lot more cool, a <laughs> lot more smooth if you got an Italian nightmare. Like really, really scary, really scary stuff. But I I really like Italian breakfast. I think it's a cool, you know, you really have to wonder like why he's called that. And that'll bring up that'll bring up some more of the Royals history. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I mean, a nightmare, like, I get you want to be scary at the plate, but, like, the big hurt. Like, Frank Thomas is a scary-looking dude. Yeah. And Vinny Paschettino hits the ball hard. Like, he's scary. Well, he can do with the bat, but he's not, like, a scary dude. Like, he's a goofy, fun-loving <laughs> big dude uh, that doesn't – nothing about him says nightmare. Like, he seems like a guy that – Loves breakfast. <laughs> like, exactly. So I think that's a way more fitting and I would like to see that adopted more. Uh, but uh, we'll have to see. I don't know. I guess we'll have to, we'll have to, maybe we'll have to do like an ad campaign for, for Vinny uh, to be Italian breakfast this year, because it doesn't.
0: <laughs> hey, you know what? I, I will take it. Um, you, I will say this about his hard hitting, in his in his small sample size last year he is amongst like i think the top 5 in average exit velocity in the major league baseball like he is absolutely crushing that ball w- when he hits it no matter where it's going so i will i will be watching that um if any, uh, any,
1: the crazy thing is he made way more contact than anyone else on that list like he's yeah. not a swing and miss guy he's a guy that puts the ball on the bat and hits it Hard and he really epitomizes what's supposed to be their kind of hitting strategy, like wait for a good pitch and do damage to it. And a lot of guys haven't been able to do that, but him and, and, and I think MJ Melendez too have been pretty good about uh, living up to that so far. So it's really exciting to see what
0: what they can do in a full the full season. Yeah, and we'll see that in two thousand twenty three. One last thing on Benny Pasquantino, I think Italian breakfast fits a little bit more because that uh, that hard hitting ball. You know, just imagine him up there with like a cast iron skillet. Smash, smashing the baseball like that that's all i can see in my head so we'll we will leave you with that image (laughs) here
1: someone on twitter had the idea of like uh he should go i think maybe it's lesky but they should uh, (laughs) Vinny should go around and like just have give us reviews of brunch places around Kansas City. Like, yes, I would. See? I would watch the crap out of that. Laura. like have a cooking show. Like think royal social media has been great lately. Uh, so yes. they d- definitely need to jump on that and and have him do something about breakfast where he's just like cooking, you know, making eggs or you know, this is Vinny's recipes or something like that because he's he's a definitely a fan favorite. That's going to be a, a I think a guy a lot of fans are going to be rooting for this year.
0: And you know what you you know me, Max. I do like to give my flowers to to the overall Royals community as a whole. I will say both the Kansas City Royals and the Kansas City Chiefs are very very blessed to have the production teams that they do. Um, photos from both teams are better than their counterparts, most of the oh, time. Sure. Videos are as well, graphics are as well, and social media is as well. Yeah. So it is. I definitely hope that they will take something <laughs> like that leading up to this season. And, but we'll just have to wait and see what happens. If we can get Vinny on here, we'll get his, uh, we'll get <laughs> take on biscuits and gravy or something. I don't know.
1: That'd be great. Yeah. I'd like to hear his take on the way the best brunch place. Cause I'm a big brunch guy myself. I love brunch. And so I'd like to get his take on what the, his favorite places are.
0: There you go. I may, maybe sometime in the future. I won't make that a new year's <laughs> resolution yet. All righty, Max. Well, that is going to do it for our episode here. Where can folks find you on social media? At?
1: Uh, I'm on Twitter at, at Max Reaper, M-A-X-R-I-E-P-E-R. Uh, and of course you can always uh, catch me at Royals Review. Um, I have articles there all the time, but I'm also in the comments section. If you want to give me feedback, uh, good and bad, you know, I, I, I make mistakes, uh, point out typos, tell me when I'm wrong. Uh, but uh, we have a great community there and I always, appreciate, um, I always appreciate the feedback I get from fans there. So uh, definitely check out the site at RoyalsReview.com.
0: Thank you very much, Max. And again, I'm Jake Milham. You can find me on Twitter at jmilham. My DMs are open. My mentions are unlocked. Um, if, you, if you want me to talk about something, if you want me to write about something in particular, I am all ears here. Um, just don't make it too crazy. I won't be going going down like the scenario for Daryl Strawberry coming to the Royals or something like that. Like I think that's a little too niche. Try, and I only say that because I have heard that be a suggestion before. <laughs> um, but, yes, please go support everyone over at RoyalsReview.com. You can find the team on Twitter and on Facebook. But, dear listeners, thank you very much for listening. And until next time. Go Royals!